Hello and welcome to the Happy Days podcast. I'm Callum Church and in these episodes I'll be discussing my very own ideas, findings and knowledge which I've discovered along my own personal development journey. Now, if you're like me and you're striving to live a life fulfilled or perhaps you're simply looking to live just that little bit better, then this is the place for you because I'll be covering various topics from philosophy to psychology, mindfulness to motivation. But hey, that's enough of an introduction. Enjoy the episode. I hope you gain some value from it. And if you do, well, happy days. Hello and welcome back to the podcast, Happy Days, with me, Callum Church. This is episode 34, and today is a really important episode. It's a really important subject, and I'm going to start off by just talking about a few stories. So, when I was a kid... Every time before before I went to sleep, before I went to bed, I used to be petrified of the dark. I used to be really scared of the dark. So it meant that I had to have a nightlight on when I was a kid. Um, but the reason why I used to get so scared of the dark was because I couldn't see what was around in my room. And my brain used to play tricks on me and that sort of thing. And I used to think there was like some man in my room or like some monster in my room or something you know childish stuff um so I'd be like looking at the clothes on the back of my door like a coat on the back of my door or something and I'd convince myself in my head that that was that silhouette that I saw in the dark I'd convince myself that was a man stood there because you know that's what kids do even though I knew fully well that a coat was there right there was another thing I saw the other day totally unrelated it's another story it was about this game which Ian Wright was playing, the footballer, um, or the former footballer, Ian Wright. And um, basically, he had a box in front of him. He couldn't see what was inside the box, but it had two little holes where he could put his hands through and feel what was in the inside the box. Now, there was a football boot inside of this box, right? It was just a football boot, but Ian couldn't see what was inside the box. He had to feel it and figure out what it was just by touch. And... Long story short, he put his hands in, felt something just ever so slightly, just the slightest touch, and screamed and ran off. And he he refused to put his hands back inside the box because he was so scared. Meanwhile, everyone was laughing at him because, of course, it was just a football boot in there. And also, the third thing I want to talk about, do you, ever, do you guys remember back in like 2012, where everyone was convinced that the world was going to end? <laughs> like, there was probably like a movie about it. And, and, and that sort of thing. Like, there, there was someone made an entire movie about how the world was supposedly going to end. And I remember sitting in school, just like looking at the clock, like the world was going to end at like 12 o'clock, I think, or something. Um, and <laughs> all these kids would be like looking at the clock, like counting down, like, oh my God, the last 10 seconds of our lives. Like, the whole world is going to fall apart. The, the floor is going to cave in. You know, there's going to be tsunamis, earthquakes, all that sort of thing. And then it never happened, of course. But there was all this, there was this hysteria, all this, there was some craze about how the world was going to end in 2012. And actually, I remember seeing on the news that apparently a few people actually ended up killing themselves um, just before the, the day, I think it was like the, tw- the 21st of December or the 12th of December, something like that. Um, or it might have been January thinking about it. But um, yeah, some people killed themselves over something which ultimately didn't happen, which is a shame. But how, how are these three stories linked? You know, how are these three different sort of things I've been talking about linked? The thing which links all of them is ultimately people being afraid of things that aren't really there. So, you know, 
there wasn't a strange man in my room made out of coats. It was just some clothes. There wasn't some sort of weird animal which is going to bite your fingers off in that box. Ian Wright was scared of a football boot. And 2012, it never happened. It was just... I don't know what it was. I don't know where it came from. But, you know, that was that. So I think it's quite clear to see that we can all be terrified of things which don't really exist. Of course, you know, people were terrified of Slender Man and lots of other things like that. Bigfoot, there's a long list. So why do we worry? What, 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 why is it which, why we worry? Because in this episode, I'm going to talk about how to stop worrying. Okay, how to stop all these irrational anxieties which we have, which we all have, and all of them, or nearly all of them, are totally irrational when you get down to it, which I'm going to explain in this episode. So why do we worry? Well, the world has changed a lot. The 200,000-odd years which humans have been alive, the world has changed vastly over the last couple thousand. And as a result, our brains are slightly out of date. Now, Back in the day, back, back when we were cavemen roaming the earth, we lived in a world with immediate return. It, we lived in an immediate return environment. So, to explain this, we used to worry about predators, you know, coming after us and killing us and eating us and that type of thing. So, in response to this, we ran away and ultimately our stress was relieved immediately. That's an immediate return environment. However, in the modern world, things have changed. We live in a delayed return environment. So the main thing which we worry about in the modern world is uncertainty. It's uncertainty. Because let's face it, we don't have to worry about predators coming to kill us. We don't have to worry about being hungry. You know, we don't worry about being hungry, find food, and then find that satisfaction. No, we, we go to the supermarket straight away, eliminating the worry. The main, or for, for developed countries anyway, in the UK, we're, lu- we're lucky to have that. So, in the modern world, in developed countries, of course, we worry about uncertainty the most. So, an example of this would be, will I be able to pay my rent this month? Okay, we, we, might, we might worry about that. So, in response to this, we have to wait until the end of the month. And then at the end of the month, you might just say, oh, phew, just managed to pay that off. Or, or you might figure out, find out that, hey... Uh, we, we, we could have totally paid that off quite easily this month. And ultimately the stress was relieved, but it's delayed and we have to go for a whole month before we stop worrying about something like that. So how can we fix this? How can we stop worrying? Well, one of the ways to do this would be to make the uncertain more certain. So by doing this, we, we put measurements in place to do this. So if you're worrying about how much money you'll have for your retirement, for example... Focus on saving a certain amount each month to reach your goal. Because that way we take the uncertain, we, we, we take the uncertainty, the worrying about how much money you have for retirement, and we make it more certain by making a little habit which will get us towards that more certain outcome once we, once we re- reach our retirement. It's more certain that, you know, we can, we can reach our saving goals by that time. So that's what, it, that's what it's all about. Another example, worried about finding someone to love. A lot of people worry about this. You know, some, for some people you get to a certain age and you start worrying, you know, you're thinking about, oh, maybe you want to have kids and first of all you need to meet someone. Ultimately we don't need to worry about this, but, you know, or, or we worry about it much more than we should do, but 
it, the measurement we can put in place to fix this would be how many people do you introduce yourself each week? Just ask yourself that question. You know, every, every single week, how many people have I introduced my, uh, myself to this week? And ultimately, if you meet more people, you're more likely to find the person that, you know, the one, the one you love. So that's how to make it more certain. How else can, can we, you know, fix this anxiety which we have? We can shift our anxieties. That's one way of dealing with it. For example, don't worry about getting in bad health, you know, as you get older. Worry about exercising every day. You know, put all of your anxiety and your worry on getting to the gym every day, you know, and then ultimately you eliminate the delay, the delayed return. You eliminate that and you get the immediate return because your your anxieties, your worries are much more in the present, much more like near, much more short term. And another way, the main way which I'm going to talk about in this episode is stopping worrying. We're going to stop worrying about all this, all this stuff that we don't need to worry about ultimately. There's a quote which has really resonated with me. Um, and it's from my favourite philosopher, I talk about him all the time, Seneca the Younger, the Roman philosopher. And he says, there are more things likely to frighten us than to crush us. We suffer more in imagination than reality. We suffer more in imagination than reality. You see, we're constantly worrying about the past and the future. You know, we're, we're, we're looking back on the past, things that we might have done and we're worrying about. And maybe you said something cringy. I'm, like, I'm sure we've all done this. Maybe you've been out on a night out and the next morning you, you wake up and you're thinking, oh, no, I said something, something terrible last night or, or something really cringy while you were drunk, let's say. But the thing is, this is just a construct in our brains, in, our, in, in you know, our memory. Although, that's the thing. It's probably twisted by your memory. It's, you probably don't remember it exactly how it's happened. And it's just a, contract, a construct. It's gone. It's happened. And you don't need to worry about it, ultimately. We also worry about the future, right? You know, uncertainty, again, comes up a lot, doesn't it? But we worry about the future a lot. Although the thing with the future is, this is just a simulation made in our brains, right? And it doesn't even exist. It doesn't even exist yet. It doesn't even ex exist at all. And most likely, it probably won't turn out that way when you get to the future. So why worry about it? Why the hell worry about it? Why worry about the past? Why worry about the future? Why even waste our time? Why even waste our time living, thinking too much about the past or the future? Live now. And this is such a common you know, topic, a common subject, a, a, a common talking point on this podcast, live now, is the answer to so many issues which we have in the world, so many issues which we have in ourselves, it's just to live now. You know, probably one of the most feel-good songs ever, in my opinion anyway, is Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. I love Bob Marley, I love that song, and it's just a, a, a massive feel-good song, isn't it? And he, he, in that song he's talking about, you know, don't worry about a thing, everything's going to be all right. And he goes on to say in the verses following, Rise up this morning, smile with the rising sun, three little birds pitch by my doorstep, singing sweet songs of melodies pure and true. This is my message to you. And, you know, beautiful, wasn't it? I think, <laughs> thank you very much. Round of applause for me. But that verse which he, which he repeats over and over in that song is actually really special when you think about it because what, what he's talking about, he's just talking about enjoying a moment, waking up in the morning, looking at the sun, feeling gratitude for the sun, sure. So, you know, having some, some birds sing a song on his doorstep 
And what he's doing right there, he's living now. He's living in the moment. You know, Bob is just enjoying his morning. He's just enjoying the moment. He's not stressing about the past. He's not worrying about the future. No, he's sitting there and he's just enjoying the moment. And that's the thing. The only thing we have to worry about is the present moment, right? And even the present moment has no worries at all. There isn't. There's no worries at all in the present moment. Before we even have a chance to worry about the moment anyway, it's gone. And you're on to the next moment. You're on to the new moment. The thing is, when, when, when you're sitting there and you're just enjoying a moment like that, what the hell do you have to worry about? What the hell? Because like, all of our anxieties, all of our worries, the majority of them, you know, 99% of them are in the past or the future. And we've already established but that the past and the future don't really matter. Not in our heads anyway. You know, once we get to that point, sure, it will matter. But once we get to that point, it'll become the moment. So that's the point when you start worrying about it, right? Seneca's quote is so, so true. And, you know, even 2,000 years later, Seneca was proved right. In a study, it was found that 15% of worries become real. Only 15%. And 80% of those worries which do become real are overcome easily, you know, are, are, or are much easier to overcome once you get to that point. There's another quote by Epictetus, um, which is quite similar along the, along the same lines, but it's also powerful just the same. Man is not worried by real problems so much as by his imagined anxieties about real problems. So ultimately, just to take away from this episode, what I want you to take away is the next time you're worried, just think, just ask yourself, is this a real threat? Am I overthinking and can I become more present? Think about that. Live in the moment. You know, deal, deal with your anxieties and your worries in the ways which we discussed earlier. You know, you know, try, try and just make it more certain. Make the uncertainty more certain. Or just shift the uncertainty. Shift the anxiety. Shift it into somewhere more present. And if you can, please make it a practice in your life to live more present. It answers so many issues. I can't even begin to tell you. So, you know... Be like Bob Marley, live in the moment, enjoy every moment of your lives and stop worrying about the past or worrying about the future. It's as simple as that. Adopt stoicism and live a happy, stress-free life. Simple as that. So that's all that I have for today's episode. Again, as always, I do truly hope that you did enjoy it. If you did, please consider leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because it really helps the show. And you know what? I don't make any money from the podcast right now. So if you could just spend two minutes of your time just to leave a nice five-star review, I will honestly appreciate that so much. Please tell your friends and your family about the podcast, spread the word, and also follow me on Instagram. Give me some feedback if you like. Talk to me and tell me if you enjoyed the episodes. Send me a DM, and that's at callum.g.church. Again, that's all that I have for today's episode, and I'll see you in the next one. So there you go. That's the end of the show. If you enjoyed, make sure to subscribe on your podcasting app of choice so you can download and listen as each episode is released. If this episode helped you in any way, tell your friends, tell your family, maybe even leave a cheeky review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show. But that's all for now. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you in the next episode released shortly. Take care.